General Kenobi. Hello there! Thank you for listening to a very much overdue episode of Hello There, A Star Wars Story. Uh, we got a lot to talk about this week and not really a lot of time to do it, so hopefully we have more time uh, the next couple days to do a follow-up episode. But, I'm Anthony Palm, with me as always, Nate Hicks. Yeah, what's going on? Long time no see. Yeah, it's, um, a lot has happened in the world of Star Wars since <laughs> our last that. episode. When our last episode, we promised to be a lot more regular and then fell off the planet, so... Um, but now that we're on the other side of episode nine, I feel like there's almost like an anxiety that's lifted now. You know what I mean? Like we could just talk about Star Wars and we could just kind of talk about whatever we want. Yeah. I feel, um, and it also excuse my kind of sniffliness. I, I kind of have, have a little bit of the flu right now. So <laughs> that's the other reason I kind of want to keep it short this week so that anyone listening, you know, doesn't have to suffer the sniffles too long, but, um, yeah, so like I said, we're on the other side of episode nine, the rise of Skywalker. Um, now, you and I off cam were talking a lot about kind of the rumors and speculation regarding some kind of behind the scenes stuff that went on with this movie. I don't really want to mm. get into that yet. Maybe on a future episode. Mm. Yeah, it's um, a lot. Right now, I just kind of want to talk about what we got, how we feel about it, um, and then kind of just a, a quick retrospective on the sequel trilogy as a whole, so episode 7 through 9. Um, and then um, maybe touch it on the Mandalorian at the end, but I feel like the Mandalorian deserves its own kind of episode yeah. too, so we'll we'll see. Maybe, maybe yeah, why don't we book in... This we'll, might just uh, we'll, be a review, like a short review. Of yeah, we'll, we'll put a pin in Mandalorian. I actually want to do a whole episode on that, so um, let's just get into it. What, what did you think about The Rise of Skywalker? How do you feel about it now? How many times have you seen it? And, so... Um, so I've seen it the once um, we saw an IMAX and then <laughs> bills came right around the corner, kind of knocked everything out. So I plan on seeing it again sometime soon. Um, at, hopefully while it's in theaters um, to get that second viewing. And um, it's one of those that my immediate reaction. So retrospect for the last Jedi, me and the party that I went with, when we walked out, all of us were kind of like, okay, like we were all just kind of caught off guard and just what was 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 not exactly sure what we watched. So with this one, I just went and saw it with my wife and we both walked out very satisfied. Like it was one of those that was like, man, that felt good. That felt like Star Wars that it was just it was just an overall good time. Um, being a few weeks away, there's some things that I'm kind of like. It's one of those that I will say this. This is the most genuine Star Wars movie we've ever had, like live on screen. Um, the best thing I could give to it is it's like the books. 
it's it's of the Disney it, era, you mean? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, of the Disney era, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just want to make sure you're not saying this is more of a Star Wars movie than the OT. That's what I'm saying. No, 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 with, with the Disney era, because this feels like this feels like an audiobook me and you would have listened to. Like, this feels like a Thrawn novel, or it feels like something that's like, oh, they're going really, really Star Wars. In well, it's there, an like adventure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that, that, was the, that was my biggest issue with um, with episode eight, and not not so much seven. Seven, I have other kind of qualms with, but I, for the most part, I, I enjoy it a lot. But episode eight, my biggest issue is that there's not really any adventure. It's a space car chase, and then the other storylines that are going on are a completely pointless subplot that literally does not benefit the story. And then mm-hmm. we we've talked to death about about the Luke part of Last Jedi. So um, I don't want to be too down on Last Jedi. Uh, because I feel like we've just talked about it for so much. You know, uh, listeners can go back and listen to older episodes. Um, but I just love that this movie, it felt like an adventure. And mm-hmm. it definitely moves really fast for the first kind of half of the movie. Um, but I, I actually enjoyed that. I actually really liked that. It just it just kept going and kept yeah. going. I, um, so I saw it twice. Once with my friend Jesse on opening uh, on the, the Thursday opening night. Not like the actual, you know. Um, and then I saw it the following weekend with my friend Brandon. And uh, when I, <laughs> when we were watching it uh, on the the weekend after, my friend Brandon, he literally turns to me and he goes, uh, th- he, he goes, this movie is on cocaine because <laughs> it was just because <laughs> it was just moving so fast because he was referring to um, like when they go to Pasana and then everything's going so fast and they immediately go to yeah. Kajimi and um, but so it's it's actually really interesting to me uh, that I saw it with him as well. Because my friend Brandon actually hadn't seen any Star Wars movies at all until about like a month and a half ago. And he started watching them in chronological order, so not release order. Um, And so it was interesting to see his kind of perspective on everything because he didn't have any nostalgia for anything. He's just seeing it all kind of all at once. Mm. And um, so he actually really loved The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, which I thought was really cool. And then my friend Jesse that I saw it with on opening night, he actually really enjoyed it as well. Um, they both kind of understand, and I'm kind of the same in the same boat as them, that it has flaws, but it was never going to not have flaws. Yeah. So do I enjoy the movie with those flaws considered? Absolutely, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but what did you think of the... <laughs> what did you think of The Crawl? The crawl that caught me off guard, where I was just like, "What?" That caught me off guard too. The well, the fact of so, I, I mean, do we want to preface that we're going to do spoilers since it's been a few weeks? Yeah, we're going to do spoil okay. spoiler talk for the Rise of Skywalker. Um, I'll put it in the description for this episode as well. But yeah, so if you haven't seen the Rise of Skywalker by now, my guess is that you probably don't want to see it, <laughs> you yeah. know, because it's been out for quite a while now. So um, let's just just dive right in. The whole first fifteen caught me off guard like the crawl did the fact that it just straight up said a a phantom emperor like i was like okay cool like you're confirming it in the crawl and then how short the crawl was like it almost felt like they broke a sentence like it's the they they gotta stop and then it was just like up and then the whole scene which i didn't realize that was mustafar until after i walked out of the movie um but that whole first part that whole like action scene where him just going to town trying to get the uh, wayfinder and then immediately go into Exegol and, oh, there's Palpatine there. Like, I, he's there. Like within the first five minutes, I was like, well, okay, well, I wasn't expecting him to show up that quickly. Um, but I mean, yeah. I didn't have a problem with that at all. It, it just the first 15, like it's one of those, in compared to The Last Jedi, 
the first 15 i was like oh man this is a great start we're starting off with a you know space battle this is awesome and then you know of course the rest of the movie and it was kind of like well that was a weird beginning but oh okay i like where we're going you know so it was it, it was one of those that i it think kind of it gets the elephant in the room out of the way and I, yeah. I love that about it. And, um, you know, there's all these rumors of uh, of deleted scenes that do show how Palpatine came back and all that. And I'm sure we'll get them as deleted scenes on a Blu-ray, uh, you know, edition. Um, but I kind of just like that. J.J. is like, listen, I'm backed into a corner. The Last Jedi didn't do anything to further the story. If anything, it set the story backwards because now Snoke's gone. I was going to do something with Snoke, but he's dead. So now I can't do something with Snoke. Mm-hmm. And Ben Solo... or Kylo Ren is now the supreme leader, and so JJ is like, "Well, what am I supposed to do? I got to bring the Emperor back. Let's just bring him back. He's back. That's it. Like, there's no like. I'm glad that because I, I was worried that half this movie was going to be like teasing he's back, you know. And I'm glad he's just he's back. He's the bad guy. He's been the bad guy the whole time. Um, let's get going. And so after that, and I thought that was awesome when Kylo goes to Exegol. And confronts him, yeah. And uh, you know, like hearing hearing the voice of the Emperor was so mm. cool. And you know, uh, I, I killed Snoke, boy, I created Snoke. And like he's, you know, the I've been every voice inside your head, and it's like the voices, Andy Circus, and yeah. Just thought that was kind of really cool. And then, um, and then right from there, I mean, we're right into the action. We have, yeah, you know, we have Poe and Finn on the Falcon together. Um, I just think they have such good chemistry with each other, and Chewie too, uh, uh, Jonas Sotomo, you know, with Chewie. Um, just all the actors. That was my favorite part of this movie, I think, is mm-hmm. the the chemistry between uh, John Boyega, um, Daisy Ridley, Daisy Ridley, uh, Oscar Isaac, and and Chewie. Really, um, I mean, I think Jonas Sotomo doesn't miss a beat. He, you know, no, like not at all. You could have told me that was. Peter Mayhew and I would you know obviously we know Peter Mayhew's past but I mean he is chewy like that yeah. that was that was chewy especially I didn't even think about it until afterwards and again we're talking spoilers so if you haven't seen the movie sorry but when chewy finds out Leia died I like didn't even like mentally think like that that's not even the original actor playing Chewie. Right. You know what I mean? And so Jonas sells that as if it was Peter Mayhew being upset cuz I was thinking like Oh, Chewie's known Leia for forever, and it's like imagine if that was Peter Mayhew in the costume doing yeah. that instead of instead of and like I feel like he still portrayed it perfectly. Yeah, and, and that was actually one of the few moments that actually got me to kinda, yeah, I was kinda, gonna kind of well up a little bit. I was gonna say yeah, her actually like them putting the sheet over her didn't. I, it was one of those I was like, oh man, like it's kind of the realization of oh this is it. But when he gets on his knees and he starts punches wailing, the ground, yeah, I was like, oh my god, that's when it really hit me. Yeah, yeah. Which also fun fact. Speaking of that kind of scene, uh, I found this out today. Uh, apparently, Maz in the Rise of Skywalker was not CGI at all. That was a full animatronic. Oh, that's pretty cool. I can't wait to rewatch the movie. This I can't either because I'm like it looked so CG. That's like really cool. I, I mean, it it was. I mean, it looked good. But. I'm sure they did like CG, like you know, yeah. touch touch ups on it. But um, which that, that's a good thing too. They, I really like the way they treated Leia in this. I thought Leia got so much love. 
Um, you could kind of tell, like, it did kind of break the fourth wall a little bit for me because you can definitely tell they had to write around her lines yeah. because all her lines clearly were referring to something else. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, don't tell me what it is. Tell me what it is. Like, you know, like, whatever the line yeah. was. It's like, it's all just kind of generic statements that they wrote around. And I'm fine yeah. with it. Don't get me wrong. I'm totally cool with it. But it did, like, knowing that, knowing that's what they did, it kind of took me out a little bit. Well, like visually watching it, like you definitely kind of do get that uncanny valley because you know part of that's artificial. But it wasn't until I got home and someone had posted a meme that was like, um, Leia was like a video game NPC in this movie, and like yeah, showed kind of her movements. I was like, okay, yeah, I get that. But I loved, um, I loved the fact that they really, like, that's one thing he yeah, JJ does fix is how a lot of people were like, well, wait, how is Leia that strong to, in the Last Jedi to be able to drift herself back to the ship? You see that. You see she was a Jedi. Like, you see that Luke trained her. You get that flashback, which was awesome. Which is what I said when The Last Jedi came out. And that when that was one of the pe- things people complained about with The Last Jedi is, oh, how did Leia do this? I'm like, she's the daughter of the Chosen One. Do you really yeah. think Luke didn't train her in the Force? And yeah. so I'm glad they confirmed Luke trained yeah. her in the Force. So, Which also, um, that was Billy Lord, too. Yes, I was, about to, I was about to say that. I didn't know that until after I saw it the second time. So the next time I go see it, I want to kind of see if there's any kind of remnants at all of Billy's face yeah. in, in the, cause it's obviously CGI on her face, but, um, but that, that's awesome. I love that they did that. I'm sure that was very cathartic for her as a human being. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's kind of move along a little quicker. Cause I want to, I want to do like a full length episode on like an mm-hmm. actual full review. Yeah. Um, so overall, though, bullet you, points, I guess. Bull, yeah. Bullet points as far as like the movie. Like, right, 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 right. Yeah. So um, what did you, did you like Zori Bliss? Because I thought Zori Bliss was fucking awesome. And I, I think that too. I think that Babu Frick is cool, too. But I feel like <laughs> I feel like everyone's like, oh, Babu Frick. But like Zori Bliss is like the I think she's the most Star Wars character of this whole sequel trilogy to me. She feels like she could have been in the Mandalorian. Yeah, you know she, I mean? she is. I, it's just one of those that because of how underutilized she is, it's like almost like, why was she there? But I know that that probably has a lot to do with the supposed like, you know, e- editing. She might have had more scenes in there. But even the amount that she has in the movie, I still feel like you can satisfy. You know what I mean? Yeah. You still connect to her. You still see that chemistry between her and Poe and the history between her and Poe. Yeah. Um, and I just <laughs> my only thing is when the emperor is like destroy a planet that means something to them. I was like, oh, fuck, they're going to do, like, Naboo or Coruscant or, like, you know, like like a planet that we, like, uh, have known from the past. And they're like, oh, it's Kajimi. I was like, oh, we just met Kajimi. Like, we just learned that Kajimi was a planet. Uh, why do I care about this? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that, I, I to, to put on my little tinfoil hat for a second, I think that that has a lot to do. Because apparently, going back to the to the beginning of the movie, loved that whole first scene with them doing the light speed was it skipping or jumping? What was the term? Uh, light speed skipping, I think. Light speed skipping. Um, that was awesome to see that whole interaction with, you know, Poe being a pilot. And apparently there was a bunch of other uh, planets that they go by because I was trying to identify, like, is this any of them? And I thought maybe the one with the spires was Bespin. Um, I don't yeah. think I don't think it was, but it kind of looked a little bit like it. And yeah. then um, apparently Naboo, Kamino, and uh, one other one. Kashyyyk. Kurs- oh, Kashyyyk, yeah. Yeah, um, that's what I'm getting into is that is the rumor that those were cut out, um, that they that they were going to do that and those were cut out. So maybe it's one of those that Naboo might have been 
a planet, which I don't think it would have been because that's his home planet, but um, they could have done that. And then when they cut that out, they're like, oh, well, let's just do a planet we already visited in the movie. So yeah, that's that definitely could what be it was. why it that definitely happened. was just, let's just do the most recent planet that you even like Takadana or something. But I feel like Takadana kind of just looks like Naboo from space. Yeah. So I don't know. I just thought, I was like, I was like, please don't be Coruscant. Please don't be Coruscant. And then it was like Kajimi. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm so glad this is the planet we're blowing up. So, um, but that's just the, that's just the prequel fan. Um, now we're going to spend another episode talking about what we wanted out of the ending. But what did yeah. you actually think about the ending uh, showdown with Palpatine? Ray and, and the whole be with me thing. and um whole force lightning versus double blade so i'm gonna separate i'm gonna separate the actual last fight between the stuff with ben because i think ben deserves his own little little part to be talked about there but as far as the final showdown itself um i liked what we got with her rising back up and the jedi speaking to her and then thought it was really cool how many jedi were speaking to her the fact that one of them was ahsoka one of them was kanan one of them was you know like there's admittedly some that i forgot about that was like one that i had learned in episode one it's like okay that's random but that's kind of cool um yeah like adi galia and yeah like, um, <laughs> so and like, i'm like what is, like what it's okay um but i liked that i don't actually love how she defeated him um i kind of wish that it was more drawn out you know I, yeah i'm saying i wish they would have i mean if they would have fought like lightsaber to lightsaber he probably would have demolished her um yeah i don't i don't i don't know if i would have wanted to see the emperor yeah but i would want them to have a little bit more of a fight and there's an actual um like him like moving around shooting lightning at her or something yeah there's a like guy, yoda versus Palpatine. there's a guy named uh, star wars theory who i didn't realize was as popular as he is um he did a video of how he wanted it too and one of the things he said well we'll get into it in another episode but like it wasn't until i heard that where i was like oh that would have been way better like, but that also goes into the whole force ghost thing, which apparently is another rumor that force ghost scenes with those actors were shot and it just never made it into the movie. So, but yeah, put it simply, I wish it was more drawn out. I thought he went out a lot faster than he should have. And it was kind of weird to me that what disfigured him is what killed him. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's one of those, he should have learned by now. <laughs> like, it's it's well it's one yeah of those picky kind of things yeah but. i was kind of the same way too i was like and the other thing too is like five minutes beforehand he just did like the most super powered lightning blast Hobby, of Hobby all Hobbit time guy, yeah and then but then he couldn't do it that powerful against ray when she's yeah. just wielding a lightsaber you know what i mean so but again th that that's nitpicking um I just kind of wish that it was almost more drawn out, like she was more struggling with it. It almost yeah. feels like she just started walking towards him, and that was it. I wish that it was kind of more of a struggle. Or even, like, if you don't want the Force Ghosts, which I was upset about. I really wanted to at least see a Hayden yeah. uh, Force Ghost. Maybe yeah. you know, maybe Obi-Wan, but I really just wanted to see Anakin so bad. All I yeah. wanted in this movie was to see Anakin. That yeah. was the one thing where I was like, this is the only thing that I'm asking for is to see Anakin. We didn't yeah. get it, obviously. We heard him, but we didn't get it. Very um, distinctly, we heard him, so that was good. But even even if you don't want to do that, I still feel like Ben should have gotten behind her and like like force pushed her towards him. Yeah. So that it like forced the lightning pack at him or something. You know, I feel like Ben kind of just like, you know, get out of here. He just like tosses him down the pit. Get out of here. Yeah. Bye. You know, I feel like it would have made Ray and Ben's kind of relationship and I don't mean like romantic relationship. I mean like their kind of, you know, how they 
act with, with each other, their chemistry, I guess, would be the better way to work it. Um, I feel like something like that would have made it make more sense, where, like, Ben... Like, like Ray's powerful enough to hold it back, but she's not powerful mm. enough to shoot it back at him. And so maybe, yeah. maybe Ben is the one that yeah. pushes her, which pushes the lightning back at Palpatine. You know, something, something yeah. like that. You know, but the, again, that's a nitpick. Um, I still, I still, I thought it was fine. I do wish that it took. I, I wish that it was slower in like disintegrating him. I feel like it mm. happened a little too fast. Like I feel like he just gets like he just liquefies too fast. You know, like I wish it was drawn out a little more. It also, like, the another thing that I didn't... With Palpatine in general, like, that last part where we're finally confronting him, they get into things... They get into so much lore-heavy stuff, like... The, uh, like the Forced Dyad thing. Yeah, I'm Forced like, dyad, that, we didn't need this in the movie. Like, you've got the Sith cultists, and then, like, the giant uh, statues of the Duarte. I mean, it, it was, like, really cool, but that's another thing I don't... I don't like and maybe we'll get a comic of it, which if we get something on top of it, I would like to, but we're basically getting a lot of Sith lore that we haven't seen front and center mentioned, but never explained or never really got into, right. you know. And why was it a Wayfinder? Why couldn't it just be a Sith holocron? That's no. what I'm wondering. That's what <laughs> I, I'm wondering. I think it is a holocron and they just called it a Wayfinder because it was a specific type of holocron. I don't know. Well, holocrons exist because obviously they they use one and they have in the Jedi temple in episode three. So it's, it, it's here, but I think maybe, I think someone maybe explains that the wayfinder is a type of holocron. I thought I heard someone say that, but that's yeah, what that I'm saying. Was, like, I think it's just a type. I don't know. Yeah. The other thing too, I, I had like, I thought was a little, just a little funny was when he does the force lightning into the sky and he zaps all mm-hmm. the, all the ships. I feel like the ships are just falling for 10 minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like Poe's falling out of the sky for like an hour and a half. You yeah. know, and it's like, how did none of these ships crash? You know, uh, I, I don't know. That, like, a nitpick, but I just, I thought it was kind of funny where I'm just like, plot armor. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, JJ ended up doing what I, what I thought he was going to with this movie. This movie was beautifully shot. Like, there's a lot of really, really good. Oh, my God. The shot of the Star Destroyers oh, all, it's all so lined menacing. up. Star Destroyers are my favorite, probably my favorite spaceship in any kind of sci-fi, let alone just the Star Wars universe. And uh-huh. so seeing all of the Imperial Star Destroyers, I know they're last order, but they're designed, yeah. they look like the Star Destroyers. Seeing all of them just lined up in the sky, it was so awesome. Yeah, it was, it's one of those, my my kind of overall consensus about this movie is it's a movie I will always adore. It's it's something that is very special because it is the end of the Skywalker saga for all intents and purposes. Um, but it's it's also one of those that it, it sucks that I can so clearly visibly see the um, struggle that was going on behind the scenes and what in the movie that we got. So right. it's it's one of those that I'm going to always love it and adore it. But I'm also going to be really reminiscent of, man, I wish I would have got this, you know? Yeah. Well, you could definitely tell that JJ had a vision and then something happened somewhere. I don't know if it was Disney. I don't know if it was Kathleen Kennedy. I don't know if it was Bob Iger. But something happened where this movie was supposed to be like three hours long and then it was two and a half hours long and then it was 2.20 and it's like something happened. We don't know. So hopefully we get a... I don't think we'll ever get an extended edition or anything like that because I just feel like that would change the story too much. It would almost be like re-releasing a whole... Like saying that, never mind, the first one didn't exist. This is the new one. Um, yeah, which don't get me wrong, I would be okay. I would be open to that idea, but um, I don't think that's gonna happen. I think I think anything new that we see will be in the form of deleted scenes, that or a leak. 
if someone wow. ever leaks that out, you know, wow. get it ready. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, so you, you think you still have the Force Awakens as your number one for the so let's rank the the sequel the sequel trilogy. What the what what, trilogy what, what, what the do you Disney th- movies. the Disney sequel trilogy? So just seven, eight, and nine. We'll leave Rogue One and Solo kind of alone. Because we a general consensus is that everyone thinks Rogue One's the best Disney Star Wars movie, and then I really adore adore Solo. I think it's a fun movie. Um, so what do you think as a whole of the sequel trilogy, and then how do you rank them? So this ranking is going to be very similar to my ranking of the original trilogy. Um, I am 100% going to put The Last Jedi at number three at at last place. Um, But like with the original trilogy, I, depending on which one I have watched recently, um, I will either put uh, Empire or Return as number one. Like number one and number two, between those two are always interchanged so i feel like that would be the same way with this ranking um at this moment in time again i have to see the rise of skywalker again now that i know what's going on so i might it might be different but at this moment i would put the force awakens above the rise of skywalker as a movie as just a if i had to pick one movie to rewatch, um and i had one option i probably would choose at this moment time the force awakens yeah, see, I think to me, The Rise of Skywalker might just be the most fun movie out of the sequel trilogy. It is fun. I think yeah. it's just the most fun. To, like, if I'm just going to put one of the three on, I think I might go with The Rise of Skywalker. It's just, I know I'm going to have a fun time with it. It's not, it, it, there's never really any low moments of it. Like, it's, this is, there's a lot of moments in Rise, in, um, not Rise of Skywalker, in, in really the first two, especially eight, but a couple moments in episode seven, too, where it's like, all right, I can kind of look away, I could like check my phone, whatever. I feel like there's no moment to catch your breath and like check your phone, get distracted in the Rise of Skywalker. That's why mm-hmm. I kind of, that's why I kind of enjoyed it. Um, that and plus, I really yeah. just think that the chemistry between the core cast is so good in the Rise of Skywalker, and that's what makes me, every time I think about that element of the movie, it makes me love this movie more because. Yeah. Ray and Poe never met in Force Awakens, and they didn't meet until the end of The Last Jedi, which I think is the biggest sin of that movie, is is keeping Poe and Ray separated for the whole movie. Yeah. Um, and they just work so well together in episode eight, uh, episode nine, and the hug that they have at the end when they all land after you know returning from Exegol, I buy into it. You know what I mean? I yeah. buy I buy that that's a real emotional kind of embrace between the three of them. And like even like on John Boyega's face, like you could tell that like that meant so much to to Finn, but also to John Boyega. And you know, like I buy into the chemistry between those three. And I'm honestly kind of pissed that we're not gonna get more of them together. Because yeah. I wanna see them together more, and I just don't think Disney's gonna touch any I don't think they're ever gonna touch anything post this timeline. Unless what? unless it's like a like a hundred years in the future. You know what I mean? I feel like if I <sighs> I feel like if we weren't getting, which I know they're two different things, but they're both owned by Disney. If we weren't getting a uh, Marvel Disney plus shows that have to do with those specific on-screen characters that are important to the timeline of those movies, I would say, anyway, if that didn't exist, I would say um, that it would be less likely for that to happen. But since it does, I could totally see them doing a Disney Plus show or whatever where it's Poe and and Finn, 
you know, on adventures or, or more resistance kind of stuff. Um, but it just depends on how this whole thing shakes out with, um, you know, what, if we find out more information as far as the Disney star Wars relationship and uh, I, I don't know, but I, it's one of those that I could see it happening. Cause I know Disney, especially with them uh, for the most part, noticing a lot of people canceling their subscription for Disney plus. The Mandalorian's over. Yeah. Yeah. So I have I a think, year free from Verizon. So yeah, I'm, I don't mind paying for it. Cause I'm going to still use like, it just, it's, it's still a good service. Um, but I, I, I don't know. Um, we just, I'm excited to see what the next thing is going to be. I think it is cool that they announced that the new star Wars is going to be high Republic. Um, which, it's kind of like, okay, we're going to do something completely different. We haven't seen before. I think, I think a refresher for the series is what we need. Yeah. I would be cool with a Darth Bane storyline. Uh, yeah. I think that would be cool. Um, especially because Darth Bane is canon. Speaking of which they can, they canonized a lot of other, um, Sith Lords. I know Revan mm-hmm. was can, uh, canonized, um, Tenebris of all, of all the, the Sith one Lords, um, who was, uh, Plagueis's, Mm. Sith Master, like it's just kind of cool that like they canonized a couple of them because they were the names of um, like the the Sith Trooper Legions were named after ancient Sith Lords. Um, so I just hope we go back in time. Uh, I hope that we get some some old Republic stuff. Um, yeah, like I said, I think that's something that that we need. Um, do we is is Johnson still tapped to do that trilogy, or is it someone else? It's not officially canceled yet. And so until it's officially canceled, I'm going to say that it's going ahead. Um, I know that the Game of Thrones guys ha- are not doing anything anymore. I have a feeling that they were probably supposed to work with Ryan Johnson. Like yeah. Maybe help him write those movies or something. I'm not sure. Um, but as far as I know, those uh, uh, Benioff and Weiss are out. Ryan Johnson is still t- attached. Mm. Um, and then we got Ke- uh, a Kevin Feige movie. I think the Kevin Feige one's going to be the Old Republic. Hmm. I wouldn't mind Johnson doing Old Republic. Because I feel like he can. Do, I feel like I don't need do... the ways of the Sith subverted. <laughs> you know, like that's, that's true. Just well, make the Sith the bad guy and make the Jedi the good guys. Like, just I don't need. I, yeah. I, I just. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> just like, just make the good guys the good guys and make the bad guys the bad guys, and just have just give me five hundred like green lightsabers versus five hundred red lightsabers like that one trailer for the old Republic game. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all I want. You know, like I don't need subverted expectations for an old Republic yeah. story. Well, it's one of those that like if I and I know he's done more movies than that, but like the style and the cinematography of how like Looper was shot and just kind of the overall vibe of it. I think that would be cool translated into into a kind of Star Wars property, um, whether that be something more fitted for like a kind of bounty hunter kind of thing or like a dark, you know, high Republic or old Republic kind of thing. I don't know, but I think I would with- be fine with Ryan Johnson doing like a um, like a uh, what was the like a thirteen thirteen style, yeah, you know, like a like a Coruscant underworld. I would be fine yeah. with him doing that because I don't have to worry about him subverting the way the Jedi are looked at. You know what I mean? Like he could just yeah. make a, make a, you know, an action movie, you know what I mean? Or, or a thriller, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and don't forget, we are getting the Cassian Andor series and the Obi-Wan series on plus two. So, yeah, I'm, I'm curious with Obi-Wan, like the rumors with um, Hayden Christensen, Anakin being a part of it are very interesting. Um, and the whole thing with them casting a young Luke, 
which is again interesting which is funny because a lot of people are, are bringing up the whole sebastian stan thing and i'm just sitting here going like i don't know i don't know if they can do that um i'm fine with sebastian stan being a young luke but not for the obi-wan series that's what i'm getting luke at, needs to be way younger in the obi-wan yeah, series yes exactly well i mean it depends on what no okay no never mind he's yeah, probably like he eight, he's probably you can make him like eight like so you, you know yeah. like how old is luke in in the twin sons episode of rebels he's like five right like he's yeah, young something like, like that yeah yeah, he's yeah, he's pretty young. He's not like to I don't think he's like ten or anything like that. He's what, eighteen in a new hope? Yeah, because Leia's also eighteen. Yeah. Okay. Um So I mean you gotta remember, I mean, Obi Wan still looks like Ewan in yeah. in, in this series. He's not gonna look like <laughs> Yeah, like Guinness. Like uh, Guinness, so you gotta keep the that thing, in mind. So the thing that gets me about them saying that Anakin's gonna be it is is I don't really understand how unless it's some sort of flashback um because i would be happy with flashbacks of them in the clone that would be yeah. oh my god i don't know i'm mad that i even said that because now it's not going to happen and i'm going to be upset because i just want to see anakin i want to see hayden christensen and ewan mcgregor in the clone wars armor like like the armor from the clone wars you know what i mean because yeah. they never wore that in live action so i like uh that's nah, not gonna happen I'm gonna be upset. hey hey you know what if it doesn't happen we've got season seven coming out next month i know i'm still not done with my rewatch i'm on like season two still i think yeah, like I said, I'm going to complete, like I told you earlier, I'm going to just look up some of either the most important arcs or some of my favorites and rewatch those. And especially just rewatch the Mandalore later. stuff and then rewatch the, the Bane stuff from season six. Yeah. And it, yes. And then there's a, some clone ones. I've been like watching Rex on Rebels. I've been having a really like wanting to go back and watch some Clone War stuff. Like I like the clone, ep- clone arcs because, man, just, uh those are some of my absolute absolute favorites um but yeah i'm curious what's gonna uh, it's kind of one of those things we know how season seven is going to end um because in some way they've got to tie it directly into what happened the battle that starts in I, yeah I, i'm assuming it's going to end with anakin obi-wan you need to return to the core systems the chancellor kinda has just been kidnapped you know what i mean yeah kind of kind of how it was in the um, i don't you always remember the director's name i don't um the 2002 uh animated oh gendy Gendy, yeah yeah um that's how the that one ended was like getting getting your fighters and then so i imagine it's going to be similar but it'd be interesting to see what what all threads are going to tie up yeah i'm excited um yeah so i guess that's going to wrap it up for this episode i know it's a short one but again i'm not really feeling that well so i don't want to uh be that sniffly for too long but we'll try and do another episode soon uh and really get into the nuts and bolts of the rise of skywalker and um and and the Mandalorian, we need to talk. We can do so many episodes just on the Mandalorian alone. Um, so we'll get we'll get into that soon. Uh, I think Nate and I just need to actually figure out like a schedule ahead <laughs> of time yeah, to do this. Pretty much. Um, but yeah, so that's gonna do it. Uh, any any closing thoughts? Um, uh, we, once we get that schedule figured out, stick with us because we, there's we have me and Anthony have not talked about stars in a long, long time, and there's been so much new that's come out. So we definitely want to give our reactions to Man- the Mandalorian, um, dive deeper into these leaks, and kind of give you more in depth some of the more really intricate stuff from the Rise of Skywalker. So, um, like I said, stay tuned because um, we're. We're going to get in there. <laughs> We're going to get in there. Plus, I, I don't think we ever talked about Thrawn Treason either, so maybe we'll talk about that too. I, I really want to um, really go back through the Thrawn books as I do my Rebels rewatch to kind of see, because it's Thrawn, then Season 3, then 
alliances than season or what was I don't alliances remember. I don't remember. It's four. it's like alliances like weaved in in the middle of season four, and then treason is like right before the end. So um, but yeah. So that'll do it for this week. Uh, we'll hope you all stick with us. Hope that you are still subscribed to the feed. If uh, if not, please press the subscribe button, share with your friends, and uh, we'll be back soon. May the force be with you. Hello there.